Welcome to Central Moments. I'm so glad you're on this journey with us through an amazing letter that the Apostle Paul writes to a church he never started himself and he had never visited, but it was the Church of Colossae. And here in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12, he reminds us about what the true litmus test of an encounter with Jesus is. It's more than an emotional experience. As much as I, and perhaps you, have had uh, encounters with Jesus that are very powerful and very emotional, it's more than even those inspired feelings that we feel in church. The true litmus test of an encounter with Jesus is how you live and love other people between those experiences. And so he says in verse 12, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, and this is who you are in Christ. You're holy, you're set apart, you're dearly loved by the Heavenly Father, you're chosen by God. I love these phrases. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, with kindness, with humility, with gentleness, and with patience. Now these things you can't do in isolation. These things require you be around other people. And they're saying if you've had an encounter with Jesus, if you're a part of God's chosen people, uh, you're going to live out between all these spiritual experiences as the Jesus life constantly lives through you. It's not going to be one of treating people harshly, of being judgmental and critical, griping about all the people around you, putting them down, uh, taking advantage of them, trying to get ahead of other people at work. Uh, these things don't mark the Jesus life through us. Instead, he says, clothe yourselves with compassion, with kindness, with humility, with gentleness, and with patience. Are those the words that people think about when they think about their relationship with you? And then verse 13, he, he really, it doesn't get, it doesn't get uh, uh, lighter or easier here. He says, bear with each other. That, that's quite a word. The word bear in the Greek literally means to hold yourself up against something. I mean, you just hold up. Just, just hold up with people. I mean, don't let them just get the best of you. Just bear with, hold yourself up against them. Or, or it could mean just put up with people or, or just endure or, 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 or just make allowance for people's faults. In other words, don't be so touchy and reactive. Don't be so easily offended. There is a place when Jesus' life is living through us that, th that we're just not offended by everything. But we just bear with people. I mean, they're going to have imperfections. They're going to be saying things we don't like. They might even hurt our feelings sometimes. But we, we hang in there with people. We, we bear with people. We don't just crumple in self-pity because they said something that hurt our feelings or, or, or they disappointed us. They haven't met our expectations. And, and, you know, we see flaws in them. We put up with things. It's just bear with people. That's pretty remarkable. And then forgive. Forgive if any of you has a grievance against someone. And then it's always interesting that that Paul would add a sentence like this, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Because I want to kind of bargain on the forgiveness side. Well, I'll let him off the hook here and there. But Paul says, no, how much did Jesus forgive you? Okay, that's the way you ought to forgive the people around you. And it takes a Christ-transformed life. And forgiveness always starts with choices, doesn't start with feelings. 
And feelings follow. Feelings always need to follow choices in our lives. Feelings always need to follow behaviors. We, we ought to not just feel our, our way into right behavior. We ought to behave ourselves into right feeling as we depend on God. And we say, okay, God, I'm going to choose to forgive. And if your life is working through me, uh, I'm going to trust you to, to take the, my step of obedience and back it up with the power of Jesus transforming life inside of me. And we can be compassionate. We can be gentle. We can be kind. And we can just put up with people and bear with people. And we can't even forgive them when they've hurt us. Just like Christ forgave all the things that we have done to hurt God. And and he's going to now wrap all of this up with this amazing statement, verse 14. And over all these virtues, put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. So what binds together forgiveness and putting up with each other and being patient and gentle and kind, it's what combines them all up into one. It's love. It's that ability to love people. And this is probably the true triumph of Jesus' life through us. We can actually love other people. Now the scholar Craig Keener says, this in ancient literature, contemporary to when Paul was writing, um, love was considered a virtue. In even in the Jewish teachings, love was considered a high virtue. But there is no ancient literature like this that puts love in such a high place of esteem. It is the pinnacle, and so he says over all these other virtues, put on love, which binds them together in perfect unity. This is truly the triumph of the Christian life. A friend of mine used to say, if the gospel works, our relationships can work. So Father, I pray into our marriages, if we're married right now, oh God, let there be kindness and compassion. Let there be bearing with one another. Let there be forgiving one another. Let there be putting on of love. I pray, God, in our relationship with people at work, let there be kindness and gentleness and and, and, and let, there, let there be forgiveness where it's needed and help us to love and to esteem others around us. May your love, Lord Jesus, flow through us today in your mighty name and by your mighty strength. Amen. Amen.